What's up, tater tits? Welcome back to the Tim Weichselbaum Show. This is episode 17. What's up, fellow one percenters? I'm back after a little break of doing this. I was busy anesthetizing, anesthetizing myself. I struggle a lot with uh, self-hatred because... uh, I'm a Jew with post-Holocaustal blood. Post-Holocaustal, baby. That's right. I I grew up on the coast. The Holocaust in terms of DNA, my genetics. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, most people probably don't know what the hell that means. It means I'm part of the population of people alive today who descended from people who died died in the holocaust or almost died who survived the holocaust. somebody had to survive it or else how would i be here somebody had to survive the holocaust to pass on their genetics to me which is what happened hitler did a did not complete the final solution if you guys didn't know this newsflash uh just to keep you up to date on the world on world war Two. If you haven't been following up on that, it's over. So they say, what if there's a conspiracy theory that that the World War II uh, just never ended? I don't know. You don't really hear that too often. It's over. That's like an undisputed fact. World War II, definitely over. And who won? Not Hitler. That's why I'm alive. If Hitler had his way with me, I would have never been conceived to begin with. So I'm definitely not what he was looking for, like in terms of the gene pool. I don't have the attributes that he was favor that he thought was like superior. Like I don't have the blonde hair, blue eyes, Aryan blood. I think I look okay. Like I look at myself in the mirror after waking up and I go, yeah, I'm not that bad looking considering my mental state. Like when I just waste a day just being a leth, just being a lethargic piece of garbage. I look in the mirror, I go, eh, I don't look bad. I don't look that bad. I just feel empty. And like people still tell me I look like I'm in my 20s, dude. Late 20s, but still, that's something that's better than nothing. Like I was at this comedy show last week and there's some Zoomers. They were hanging out in the back, and they were talking to me, and they were fun to talk to. And I asked them how old, they said, how old am I? I said, how old do I look? And they said, like, 20, 28 or something like that. I was like, that's not bad. Thank you, because I'm 32. They looked exactly how old they were. I look younger than I am. I got along with them, though, very well. And they were drunk. I was sober, but I was at this comedy show, and the guy running the show multiple times told me to stop talking can you please like go outside if you're gonna talk and i did i get because like it's rude it's rude to like talk during a comedy show but for some reason i didn't feel bad doing it i was like yeah who cares i'm not fucking up the show the show would have sucked just as much if i was being quiet and respectful so uh fuck you and then i did the open mic afterwards i bombed i guess it's just what i do now i just don't even I guess I lo- I just don't ever do well at comedy at stand up which I'm still kind of trying to do 
but that's with the ability to be funny it's gone it's over with i'm no longer really that person who has that ability i have too many possessions to be funny i have too much to lose to just go up there and entertain people like right now i'm not being entertained i'm not doing anything funny when you have things to lose, life becomes serious. That's when things feel like solid and you don't want to die because it's like, well, I have shit. I don't want to just die and, and just have my shit go to someone else. So the, that, so the point is I'm, I'm alive because uh, Hitler sucked at his job. I'm from Pol my grandpa that I emanated that i was gave birth to my dad he didn't give birth to my dad that's he doesn't have a yeah his dad he, you know what i mean he fathered my dad and my dad gave didn't get what do you how do you phrase it he, he had me he gave he didn't fucking give birth to me but he had a child and i'm that child who got genetic imprinting from the Holocaust survivor, my grandpa, he went through the fucking Holocaust like in a, as a kid. He was like 16, I think, when he got released from Auschwitz. Let's do the math. Okay, he was born in 1927, so 1945 minus 1927. He was about 18 at the, yeah, about 18 when he got freed from... Auschwitz and uh that's but he had to go through the trauma who the fuck knows what that was like that was probably pretty bad he talked about it but I don't really I didn't really like understand I didn't really grill him on like how like what it was like to be in the in the holocaust but he talked about it a lot as an adult you know because he had his whole life he died in, when he was 90 so he uh lived a full life the holocaust uh the hitler shit didn't really fuck him up that bad. I mean, in terms of what happened to him, being a slave and uh, being a victim of a genocide, a direct victim, not even like, oh, it happened to my grand, my great-great-grand. No, he was a fucking direct victim of a genocide. And I and he seemed cool about it, though. Like, every time I talked, every time I hung out with the dude... He was chipper as fuck, dude. So, like, that just goes to show. If you're a direct victim of a racist, fascist regime, it's not the end of the world. You might actually get out of it and live a good life, which he did. He lived in Germany after the war. How fucking big of a balls... Do you have to fucking be walking around with to live in the country that tried to genocide you? He lived in Germany, I think, and then he moved to the United States. He emigrated here uh, in the 50s or some shit. I don't know, late 40s, early 50s. And then he started a fucking business like a badass and was successful for the rest of his life. He got married. He lived in Skokie, Illinois, the most Jewish place in the world. That's where all the Holocaust survivors moved. So he was around, you know, his own people. 
which I can't blame him for because you kind of you kind of feel like a kindred spirit when you go through a holocaust and you kind of probably want to be around other survivors. He married a survivor. Anyway, the, the point is this dude was a bad motherfucker. And then he gave birth to my dad. I'm going to keep saying that. I don't give a fuck if that's not what he did. I know he didn't give birth. But he fucking had kids. Just one. My grand, my dad's an only child. So I guess just one was enough for some reason. I feel like he could have had more. But he had, he had the one kid. And then my dad had multiple kids. Had four. Three of them were on purpose. I feel bad for the 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 one that was not on purpose. I feel like that hurts your fucking ego. Or like it's hard to be uh, an accident and still make something of your like feel that you're supposed to be here. It's like, well, my parents didn't really plan on me existing, yet here I am at their fucking. It's their responsibility to care. Like, I'm just a fucking weight on their shoulders. I would probably not want to, like, live with them in, like, as, a, as a, like, an adult, especially considering they didn't even want me to exist. Anyway, I don't live with my... I was planned out, dude. I was planned as a check... I, I, as a second-born... To go along with the firstborn, like, because they needed somebody to play with the first kid. So they made me as, like, a child, as, like, a, you know, someone to play with the fucking kid that they had. So I was that. I was born a long time, back in the 80s, late 80s. I was born in 1989. I don't remember anything about the 80s. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a 90s kid. Bottom line is I, uh, what I'm trying to get towards is uh, genetic imprinting. I have that scared Jew blood in me, but that toughs Jew blood, that survivor survivor blood, dude. I, sur- I got my genetics from somebody who survived the Holocaust because they worked their ass off. He saw the fucking gate. Literally, there's a gate in Auschwitz that says... Work will set you free. It says it in German. It says work will set your ass free. So he was like, okay, I guess I'm going to work. And he survived. He probably would have gotten killed for sure if he just, if they, if he didn't work as hard or if he, if they fucking won, if the, if the fucking Germans just won the war, there's no way he would have survived. But the fucking hard work was what saved him to get to that point. If he didn't fucking work. So I have that, that blood of a, somebody who fucking stood in the eyes of Nazis and said, well, if that's my only choice is to work or starve to death or be killed, yeah, I guess I'm going to fucking work, bitch. Malicious compliance. So I got that blood in me so I have grit for my genetics. So what am I doing with that? What am I doing with my life as, as as somebody with that genetic background? Nothing. I'm just surviving. Dude. I'm just living through an easy turn of events. Just the easiest fucking time to be alive, dude. The 20s. The 2020s, dude, without any like market. There's no like stock crash. There's no recession. 
And I have, so I have no fucking excuse to be a, a loser. I mean, of course, I, there's many ways to dis define what it means to be a loser. And I'm just talking like financials. Financially, I'm, I'm not a loser. Socially, yeah, I'm pretty much like below homeless people. Like, socially, I'm bad at surviving. Like, if, like, homeless people at least have to learn how to talk to people. Homeless people have to talk to people almost every day of their lives. To at least, you know, to, like, I imagine they have to talk to somebody. Like, if they want food, they gotta go to a shelter. Like, they gotta go, hey, can I get some food? I imagine they gotta say something, dude. It's not a lot of introverted homeless people. That's what's stopping me from being homeless is my fear of talking to people, of having to go like, hey, man, uh, sorry, I know you're busy, but you got some spare shit. I, I don't like fucking throwing, putting myself out there in the world and be like, hey, I know that you got your own thing going, but what about, can you please share some love for me? I'm struggling. I don't like to admit that I'm struggling and I'm an introvert. I'm an extreme introvert. I could go fucking weeks without talking to somebody, and I feel fine. I'm not going to live as long as extroverts, for sure. I'm definitely, like, shaving years off the end of my life by not talking to people, and I'm, I'm not gaining anything. I'm just simply preserving my body and my wallet. I've not been spending that much money because I'm kind of I, 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 it's weird how last year I, I spent so much money on the dumbest fucking things. And the year before, same thing. Like in 2020, I, I bought like all these fuck, these dumb, like Nick, like, what do you call it? Like rel relics, like, uh, yeah, like stuff that I thought would be a good thing to invest in. But it's physical. I bought like physical stuff, like vintage guitars, which I'm afraid to play because they'll just get f broken, and then I won't—they won't be worth as much. Stuff like that, and you can't sell it as an NFT. So what's the fucking point? It's just cold. It's cold physical assets that no—that it's not liquid. NFTs are more liquid. All right. This has become a financial podcast that's all i give a fuck about and it's the least funny thing you could talk about is finances but that's what i'm passionate about that's what i'm doing with my holocaust post jew blood my post holocaustal jew blood you could do what you want with yours i'm doing that what i'm doing with my jew blood is the same as what every jew did before me collect money hoard gold and never even think about sharing it with anybody else. Except for my own fucking family that I don't have. I would have a family of... See, that's the thing. They'd be privileged assholes if I had a kid. If I had a kid, I would just, be, I would just feel gluttonous. Like, I, like by passing along my privilege down to the new kid in town... They would not be any better than me. They would be worse than me. They'd have 
even more privilege than me. Because I wouldn't be disciplined. I wouldn't like teach the kid discipline. I don't have discipline. So how the fuck would I teach it? How do you give someone discipline if you don't have it to begin with, dude? So I'd be a terrible parent. And that's nothing. That's good to know. It's good to know that I should not have kids. And who would, what's the point of just kicking the can down? Okay, here's the next offspring to move, to continue the chain of nothingness. Just somebody who's just going to sit around all day, fucking consume, just trade, just move commodities around, just fucking, what's the point? Like, I've just become afraid of living life. I just want to sit around and just be safe. I just want security and stability right now. That's all I crave. In my 20s, I was a maniac, chaos lover, chasing the chaos. But that gets old. Then I fucking realize, you know what? I want to live on a farm. I want to live in isolation and just be safe. From chaos. And by chaos I mean criminals. I don't know. I don't have what it takes to make it in like comedy. Of course. I found I I knew this like a while ago, but now I'm really coming to terms with like wow, I do not have the gall to be an artist, to be a creative person. It takes it takes grit, which is I don't have that. This hustle mentality that's becoming very like trendy. It's becoming trendy to to be like a hustler. And that's exhausting, man. Like I get it. Like I I I'm all for hustle culture and like trying to make ends meet and like like do like work smart, not hard. All that bullshit. You gotta learn how to like enjoy yourself. You gotta take a break. Like moderation, everything in moderation, including moderation. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about, dude. The point is, I started running a, a tech company a couple years ago. It wasn't really a company; it just started as an app. I made an app. It was immediately a success, and then it turned into like this more stable, long-term project which is has a company around it and and it's like that's way more fun than being a fucking artist somebody who's just like oh i'm gonna go and tell my story i'm gonna go travel the country to be a comedian and get paid nothing and hope i you know raise the needle a little bit move the needle in life by going on stage in telling jokes to pe- that is the most futile return on investment compared to running oh i don't know a tech company alone as a sole proprietor being in charge of the whole fucking machinery behind it being in charge of it being the ceo of a successful company versus signing up at an open mic and waiting two hours to tell jokes for four minutes and get lit early because the host doesn't like you and then you just resent everything about it and you go home with like well that was a waste of time so that was 
those two things not even comparable dude of course i would rather run a tech company so that's what i've been doing and i started to i i'm no longer really doing that because i decided that even running a tech company is boring compared to what i'd rather be doing which is in be just being an investor i always want to upgrade my position in life i don't want to just keep doing the same thing over and over like just stay at the same level that does not inspire uh creativity it might actually because you want to figure out how to get out of that pattern but to stay in the pattern is not creative there's no incentive to just staying where you are it's like oh if i play my cards right i'll get to stay an open micer for another three years i'll just maintain the same level of failure if i work it hard it's like what i know i'd rather be a failure i'd rather completely fail than just be teetering on on quitting or just like this this half-ass like yeah i'm just gonna be an open i'm just gonna go to this open mic because it's what i do out of habit from doing it for 10 years it's like well i've been doing it for 10 years so i'm gonna keep doing it because that's what i do but i'm not gonna try i'm not gonna actually like work on it and prepare material fuck that no i'm just doing it out of habit well we might as well not do it then because there's people who want it more than you and you're gonna feel like a piece of shit by not working on it you're gonna look you're gonna feel like well what am i doing why am i exert why am i showing up to these things if i'm not even taking it seriously so i'm struggling with that that uh, realization it's like well i should not be doing that with my life i should pick something that's worth my time that i'm actually gonna like tr work hard to do like to actually like move up so i'm at a crossroads right now because i'm not doing the tech company anymore i tried selling it to mark cuban he was like i don't want anything to do with this if it has anything uh if there's anything questionable about it then i don't want nothing to do with it i was like mark mark it's fine dog i got an algorithm everything sketchy floats to the top and i remove it from the platform i know what i'm doing bitch give me 250 thousand dollars he didn't respond he didn't give a fuck but then a, like a week ago I, this news article came out about how he's promoting scams so he already is fucking promoting something questionable so you should have worked with me me mark i would have made you another point one million dollars or some shit then you were I was going to say 0.1 billion. 0.1 million, he wouldn't even give a fuck about. Why does he even give a fuck about money at all at this point? Like, if you're a, a multi billionaire, like, just live off interest. Why do you give a fuck about new business venture? Why are you responding to somebody like me? He did. He responded to me. I sent him an email. This is true. And he was like, well, this is. Send me more info. He didn't say it was even that interesting. He wasn't that interested. It was cool that he responded, but like, why? If you're a fucking billionaire 
and you just invest your money in a safe, high-yield interest account for like, you know, something that pays very, very uh, secure interest that's like a low-risk investment, you would make millions in one year. You don't fucking, how much, what's your fucking expense every year? How much expenses do you have as a person, as an individual that you need I don't know. What's your burn rate? With crypto, you could make 20% APY, annual percentage yield every year, just doing nothing, and it compounds. 20%. So if you invest a billion, it's $200 million a year. So I don't know what the fuck he was, why the, what's his, what his problem is. He must be just addicted to, to making money. Which he is, dude. It's fucking awesome, dude. I'm addicted to compound interest, dude. Like, I, like, fuck anything else in life that you think might be addictive. Like, hero, heroin, that's pretty addictive. How about compound interest, dude? How about leveraging? How about hedging against inflation? Now, that is exciting, edgy shit, dude. That gets my heart rate pumped. That gets my dick hard. Thinking about hedging against a economic downturn sign me up that's what gets my juices flowing that's what gets me hard i already said that i feel bad for jews uh who haven't reached their full potential like you know like every jew has some potential i don't even i don't care how dumb you are if you're a jew you probably can run something you could probably be the head of some fucking business or some niche business model that you just you just you just haven't figured out. It's always there. And if you haven't done it yet, you're a sleeper Jew. Have you seen these fucking Jews? These Jews that are clearly smart but they work like menial jobs, like they work at like a you know like a food truck or something. It's like wait, what? You're a cashier? In a food truck, but you're full Jew. So what's going on? Uh, Don't you feel ashamed of yourself? Like, aren't your family members, like, judging? Aren't they asking you questions every time you see them? Don't you see that other Jews have, like, a shitload of money and you don't? Don't you feel like there's some disproportionate power dynamic going on there, dude? How do you feel the fucking... How do you want to be that below your... How do you not feel that below average? Like, I get it. Like, if you're some other fucking genetic, if you're from, like, a different background and your community on average is making, like, 40K, then it's easier to blend in if you're only making 40K. 40K is not even that bad as a salary, depending on where you live. Like, 40K... That's enough for one person. It's more than enough. But anyway, Jews have to get their shit together. Like, I'm only half Jewish, and I'm fucking... I got just all the fucking same baggage as... I can't even imagine being a full Jewy, being a full Jewster. I only have half... I'm only half Jewish, and I still... I want to run a bank. I... I would... I I don't get it. Why do I have that gene? 
Why do I have the bank running gene and that, that other Jews have and I'm only half Jewish? And I know full Jews that are working in food trucks. Dude, I know a full Jew who works as a barback. I know that's fucking... I mean, he has money besides that he makes from that job. Like, he inherited money from his fucking Jew relatives, of course, because that's how it fucking works. But he doesn't have any desire to, be like, make millions and millions of dollars running a bank. And I don't fucking get that. How do you not want to do that? There's nothing more satisfying than accumulating money by holding other people's money. There's nothing that tops that. Using other people's money to make money for myself. Are you kidding me? Do I not want to run a hedge fund? Uh, let me think. Uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I do want to run a fucking hedge fund. How do you relate to people that don't want to do that? It's like, no, I'll just work a job for the rest of my life. I don't know. I don't have any contingency plan for if the economy tanks. Inflation? What's that? Like, fucking, are you retarded, dude? Like, I t this same Jew that I'm talking about, I almost want to just say who it is because who cares? It's not like I'm, he, it's not like he would even give a fuck. Like, it's just good advice. It's just something I would say to his face. Like, dude. You're not worried about inflation? He's like, I didn't notice the inflation. I was like, you, do you never go grocery shopping, dude? That's cheap. Look how expensive nuts are, dude. Fucking bag of nuts. $10, dude. Fucking, don't, you don't notice inflation? Uh, he's like, well, no. Like, all my stocks went up, actually, since Biden got elected. He's like, that's stocks. Stocks are already a fucking... You don't know that what inflation is? Stocks are already a hedge against... You're already a hedge against inflation. That's why you don't notice, you fucking dumbass. It's because the relative that you inherited the stocks from did a good job to... They got advised by a even bigger Jew to fucking invest in stocks. That's why you don't notice inflation, you dumbass. I'm getting redundant here. But fucking... How do people just go through life without uh, worrying about financial security? I don't get it, dude. What is life about if it's not accounting for... If it's not... How do, you, how do people not know anything about bookkeeping? It's like you've never heard of double-entry accounting? You don't know how to balance a... You don't know how to record a journal entry. You don't know what... Uh, this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deprecate. You don't know what deprecation is? You don't realize that if you buy a fucking asset for your business and it goes down in value, that you could use that to offset your capital gains, taxes? You didn't know that? Well, then what's the fucking point of life? If you didn't know that you could save money on taxes from depreciation of value on your assets, what are you even doing? What are you even holding assets for? You don't. Ha you shouldn't have responsibility. You shouldn't even own anything if you don't know that. If you don't know about deprecation or depreciation, then suck a dick. How about that? See, that's that's you know that was a little bit over the top, but you know that's just how I feel about this situation here. Because I'm a fucking millennial. 
Not the kind that just goes through. Not the kind that just lives off the teat of their fucking parents, dude. There's nothing fucking gross feeling. There's nothing more gluttonous than feeling like you're living off the teat of somebody else. Uh, Even like paying for power feels fucking uh, spoiled. Even just paying for water. It's like, oh, you can't get your own water? You can't catch the rain and boil and like do whatever you got to do? Rainwater is not even that hard to fucking sanitize. Or what? You can't dig your own well? You don't have a well in your backyard, you fucking pussy? Electricity, you have to buy it from somebody else? You can't just harvest it from the sun, you coward? I don't know. It's not like I could just... I mean, either way, you got to pay somebody to set up the solar panels, and that's just as lazy as buying the... You might as well... I mean, that would be cool to have solar panels for when the power goes out, like from a, like a bad winter storm. But then people would see my solar panels, and they'd see that I have lighting, and they would just think, oh, look at that asshole. Oh, isn't, he, isn't it nice that you have power... And then I would feel guilty, but not really. Fuck them, dude. Get your own fucking, get your own. Even if I did get like solar panels, I think it would cost like $60,000. And there's no fucking way I would make the investment back. There's no way I'm going to live here for long enough to save $60,000 on fucking electricity. I'm not spending $60,000 on power for the next 20 years. There's no fucking way. I spend about 100 a month on average. So let's do the math. Let's say I lived here for 20 years. Okay. 20 times 12 times 100 would be $24,000. That's if I lived here for 20 years. So, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm saving money if I get uh, solar panels. It's just not worth the investment, you know? And by the time I got my money's worth, there'd be a new technology that's way better than solar panels. We'll beat the... We'll fucking figure out something that, that that defies, like, the laws of thermodynamics by then. Like, fuck the universe, dude. If everything's a simulation, fuck the laws of thermodynamics. We'll just change them. We'll just change the fucking fabric of reality by, like, fucking... Who the fuck gives a fuck about solar panels, dude? Ah, yeah, but the point is, like, that feeling of gluttony, it really is a sin. Like, in the Bible, that's one of the cardinal sins is, like, gluttony. And look at me, dude, I'm fucked. Not fat at all, but I, but I I do feel gluttonous sometimes. Like when I just order fucking tacos at seven a.m. because I stayed up the whole fucking night and I have a fucking craving for tacos, and I just get some person to deliver them to me. That feels kind of fucking gluttonous, but it's also pretty nice. I can't lie. It's fucking nice, dude. Living a life of 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 uh, excess. It's like, yeah. On one hand, I feel gross 
having somebody just do my dirty deed of getting tacos to satisfy my my you know hunger in such a lazy way like i could drive to get them myself if i wanted to i got a fucking elect i got a fucking vehicle that could easily get me there do i do that though fucking no dude last time i went grocery shopping on my own was months ago all it takes is a couple extra bucks and i get somebody to deliver it right to my door yeah i'm probably gonna do that like 100 percent of the time dude i only drive for pleasure these days or to go to open mics i don't waste i don't really have a reason to go out and drive uh so i don't very often so i spent a lot of money on vehicles last year but hey i could i guess i could afford it uh i don't know i don't really know what my financial situation is yet because i'm still i'm still in the process of like uh you know getting out of you know closing down my company and the the money belongs to the company it doesn't belong to me but i own the company so it kind of does too at the same time it's like well i have my personal finances and then the company has its finances so i have to separate them but if i wanted to at any fucking day i could just take money from the company and buy a fucking house if i wanted to so it's a good position to be in it's hard to complain. It's hard to like, you know, when you have that position. But I worked on it, and I'm here to give you uh, tips on how to do it yourself. Not tips. Fuck tips, dude. I'll give you a fucking framework. I don't know. Not a framework. Because I don't really have the keys to... I don't have like a, you know, step-by-step framework for how to get successful. I just know what what worked for me, which was to try many, many, many times over the course of 20 years to start a, a fucking successful uh, website. It took about 20 years <laughs> to actually do something that was successful. So I don't really have a framework. I just have that grit of like, well, hey, work hard and and do something. Use your skills that are given to you at birth and make the best of it. I don't know, man. That's all I got. I would like to. I don't know. Like any, you always, there's all these YouTube fucking life coaches that like, hey man, here's my ten tips for how to become a millionaire. And they just they're just trying to make money off of their own of telling people how to do it. But that it's a it sounds like a scam. It's like, what's, what's in it for you? You're just going to tell me how to become a millionaire? Why don't you just do that then if you know how to become a millionaire? It's like, well, if you got the the information that everyone wants so bad, keep it for yourself. We're just going to give it away? It's so fishy. Like, there's all these, like, fucking investors, like these, especially in the crypto world. It's like, I'll teach you how to double your money in two days. Like, no, you won't. No, you fucking want no such thing as that. It's possible. Uh, it is possible. The market has been doing interesting. Like it always goes up and down, and you gotta have a plan, regardless of what the market's gonna do. You can never have a plan that just hinges on the market 
being predictable. You can't just be like, okay, the market better do this or else I'm fucked. No, you got to have a plan regardless. If the market tanks or if it surges, you got to have a, okay, you got to be prepared for that. Shouldn't ever try to predict the markets. That's something I've I've learned, and it's humbling. Like you always, it's something that's a pretty. I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of room for discussion on that. Like, find the markets are something you could chase your whole life, and you'll never understand them. But you can learn things about it. I mean, it depends on the market you're talking about. Every market's different. But there's patterns. And if, as much as you think you know the patterns and you can predict the markets, you can't. But also, there's many ways that you can, depending on the market. So there's room for debate. It's like it just depends on the market, depends on the situation, depends on your strategy. But my my thing is, for crypto, is you gotta, you can't in, you can't just put all your money in one coin and be like okay that's my retirement plan i put all my money in cardano now when do i retire well it's not that simple but also it is that simple (laughs) fucking in 2017 i told my parents this is when i was like more arrogant uh i was like hey if you want to be retired in like five years just put a bunch of money in uh, bitcoin or crypto like ethereum and I was right. If they had done that in 2017, yeah, they would have doubled, tripled, quadrupled their fucking investment. But I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was just, I just had a hunch. It's like, yeah, dude, this is not going anywhere. This is a cyclical thing. This is only going to go up in value. And with Bitcoin, yeah, that's tend to that was the that is the truth of the fucking matter. If you put money in Bitcoin, it's probably going to only go up. But how much should you put in? Hundred bucks? Okay, that big deal. That's what is that gonna do? Your whole fucking life savings? Uh, I don't know about that. I I don't think so. I would not advise to put your whole life savings into Bitcoin, dude. Maybe maybe forty percent is a good at the most. Forty percent of your net worth in Bitcoin. That's a lot. But it's not. So much that you'd feel that bad, but if it goes up in value, if it goes up in value, like if it doubles, like oh fuck yeah, I wish I, I should have put in more. It's like, but yeah, but you want, you want to hedge against the times that it goes bad, that it goes down. So you want to have it in other stuff too, like non-liquid stuff, like, like this house that I'm in. This is a non-fucking liquid commodity, like asset. I can't just cash out. If I panic, it's like, oh shit, Bitcoin's down, gotta sell my house. It's like, that'll take some time. Can't just do it at the flip of a fucking emotional whim. So that's the reason I did it. That's one of the reasons I bought a fucking house, is to stop myself from buying other stupid stuff or to, like, to let my emotions get in the way of my financial security. So so yeah, forty percent is is probably the most I would want invested in uh, in Bitcoin. Like you, you want you, you want cash. You want money that's in liquid cash, so that if the economy tanks in stocks or Bitcoin or even fucking I don't know property, if that 
goes down, then you have cash to invest in when it's down. Like when Bitcoin crashed in 2020, most people didn't have a bunch of money just lying around to invest in Bitcoin. But they, the ones who did made, I don't know, 10, uh, 10x, a thousand percent profit since then. Because it was like, yeah, they made 10, a thousand fucking percent profit. So that's why you always got to have a plan. You always got to have money in your, in different assets and different buckets you want to you want cash not too much cash but you don't want to be cash poor you see what i'm saying here you always got to be able to react to the market i watch i'm pretty consumed in crypto in cryptocurrency stuff like that i've been full-time into crypto since 2017 i've done very well with by making that decision and uh so somebody like said, whoever Satoshi is, whether he or she did, and I was like, she, all right, Mr. Mr. Inclusive, liberal, fucking politically correct ass. There's no fucking way Bitcoin was invented. There's no way Satoshi Nakamoto was a girl. I don't care how sexist that makes me sound. There's just no fucking way Bitcoin was invented by a woman. That would be fucking amazing for feminism if that was the case. That would do wonders for feminism, for the whole women are just as, you know, equal as men. I was going to say, of course women are good. Of course women are just as good as men. In some ways they're way better than men. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, how about a giving birth? At giving birth, I'd give it to women. I think they win on that front. Can you imagine if I said, no, men are way better at it. They just haven't got a chance. No, women are better at stuff than men. And men, I hate to say it, are better at stuff than women on average. And that's just why it would be insane. It'd be insane. If Bitcoin was invented by a woman, it just doesn't happen. That type of stuff just doesn't happen. Uh, I would, I would be like, well, there's got to be something wrong with it then. If a woman did it, she's probably fucked up in some way. I would, I would give all my Bitcoin away <laughs> if if Shitoshi turns out to be. But I'm not worried about that because that's just definitely not true. Not a lot of female hackers, like not a lot of women in cybersecurity. Not a lot of women in tech in general, dude. And if they are in tech, I feel bad for them because they got to be around people like me. They got to be around people like me, dude. Power hungry, number crunching, big old incel energy around. Who the fuck would want to be a woman in tech, dude? Holy shit, dude. They'd be around beta males who just on the sight of a woman, they get all fucking weird and awkward. It's like they get all like robotic. Like, oh, hey, like overly nice and like coming in their pants all the time, dude. And the female brain just isn't really designed to do tech stuff. It's like it's boring to them. I don't get, they don't give a fuck about like 
engineering? It's like, when do women get fucking wet when you talk about engineering? It's like, look how efficient that fucking code base. Look, oh man, your your code style, your uh, whatever you call it, man, that's hot. No, women don't really get fucking wet when you talk about uh, coding stacks, like technology stacks. It's like, oh man, what software do you, ooh, what backend does your code base use to support that many uh, users? It's like, oh, I use a uh, lamp. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? You're a virgin if you talk like that. Not really. I mean, not these days. These days, it's pretty badass, I guess, to be a uh, a full stack web developer, which is what I am. Cause they get a lot of they get paid a shitload of money, dude. I started uh, like if I was actually had like a job with my years of experience, I'd be I could make like so much money right now, dude. Just just like working a job. Uh, like even if I did that, I would I would make really good money. So for me to do something, uh, I don't know. That's just if I worked like a job. I want to do ways something way more interesting than that. But I'm thinking about it. Right now, I'm not doing anything interesting. There's nothing in my life going on that's interesting right now. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe I should just get a job uh, working at like some exciting new tech company because I gave up on that, on running my own. Like I was... I already had my own company, dude. I could hire somebody whenever I want. I have payroll. Everything is good to go. But I don't feel like it, dude. I want to be a fucking boss uh, of a company. It's like, it sounds good on paper, but when it actually comes down to hiring somebody and like, and then the second they get hired, it's like, oh yeah, can I get time off? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to make it in today. It's like, oh, man, my boss, he's grinding my ball. He's suck. He's giving me all this bullshit work. I'm going to start a fucking union. It doesn't sound fun when you actually get into it. It's like, oh, I don't want to be someone's boss. It's like they're just going to be complaining about me. It's like, yeah, my boss, he's okay. He's fucking short and Jewy. He is an ins, he is a dick that he like, I could probably fuck him whenever, I could fuck him whenever I want, but I'm not gonna, because that would create a toxic work environment. It would already be a toxic work environment if I was in charge. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm thinking of just joining a new startup in Austin and just joining, just being part of the, the tech scene. Just for some fucking structure and like for a community, just so I have somewhere to be, just so I have somebody like counting on me to, to, you know, it's fucking lame having nobody to count on me. It's like, well, yeah, you're doing fine on your own, but I don't give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. It's like, so that's what, yeah, like life becomes meaningless when everything is taken care of. When you have no stress, when you have nothing to worry about bad happening, it's like you have nothing they have to save up for. It's like, okay, what's the point of life? It's boring. I'm just going to sleep all day and eat tacos. It's like, 
Yeah, so I need someone to depend on me. I need to be part of a team because I need purpose in life, dude. I really, like, just because you became, uh, just because I became successful doesn't mean I have everything, doesn't mean I'm happy. It's like, okay, next, what do I do next? I need a challenge. I'm becoming more like my parents, dude. Like, Like, they only do something when it can only, what? Why do, oh yeah, I'm becoming more like my parents in the sense that I, I just want to stay home and be safe. I already talked about this. I just want to live on a farm, isolated from everything and criminals and things that I'm afraid of and just not take risks. My desire to take risks right now are very low. <laughs> like, and that's what my parents do. I, like my 20s, I was a, I was a chaos agent now i just want to kind of just relax and be healthy and see how long i can live because i don't know I don't, I don't like destroying myself I don't like... somebody said i should get a whore and they said this before this is not the first time they told me it's like I, pretty much every time i see this guy he's like why don't you get whores Cause you know, cause I talk about how it's it'd be nice to get laid, you know, cause we're like, cause we catch up. It's like, so how you been? Oh, I've been fine. It's like, have you gotten pussy? It's like, nah, I haven't really, I haven't gotten pussy. And he goes, well, you should just get a fucking whore. And I go, yeah, but I don't really want to. I don't really want to do that. It's like, it's like, what if I put you in touch with a whore? Would you, would you, use it? Would you use them? I go, no, I don't fucking want a whore. I I like because it just feels like a waste of money, dude. It feels gluttonous. It's like, oh, I'm gonna spend a thousand dollars just to fucking feel good about, just to have set, just to, for a bodily, just for my own bodily pleasure. I'm gonna spend hundreds of dollars for one little fucking night of of pleasure. My bank account, I can't justify that as a frugal Jew. I just can't justify that. And what if I like it? What if I get addicted to it? Then I'm spending like thousands of dollars a month on it. Maybe that's worth it though. Maybe that's worth it, dude, because like the body doesn't care who's paying for it. The body just wants to get laid, dude. It doesn't care how much money's being spent or like where the fucking pussy came from. It's like, okay. Did I work on getting this from texting somebody for four months by being a fucking, like, simp and, like, paying for dinner date and, like, pretending to like the person's personality, like, pretending that they're, like, all that bullshit? Or did I just spend money? Did I just fucking, is it just a transaction? Your body, my body could give a, it doesn't care. It just wants the fucking hormones it just wants the dopamine release so i have nothing against sex work like i really have nothing against it it's just my i'm just i'm just frugal but the thing is like as much as i'm pro sex work i don't want my fucking daughter to be a sex worker it's a catch-22 it's like we need whores i need whores in the in the i want there to be more of them if anything in society, but I don't want to make them. I don't want to make any new whores, dude. 
No one's like, oh, I got to have some daughters to help lonely men get pussy. But that is the reason. That is like pretty much the biggest reason that you have a daughter. It's it's to provide a man with a wife. It's to give a man an oven to cook up their babies. To produce, to continue to the cycle of humanity, we need daughters to get pregnant. Not, I mean, that's different than just having a, just being a whore, obviously. But still, that's just, that's that's the best case scenario: is that your daughter has sex and gets pregnant in a marriage. You know, the 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 most prestigious way that's not frowned upon. That. That's it. That's the point of having a daughter is to get is for them to have kids. Like, what else are they going to do? Create, create, uh, create the next Bitcoin? No, women don't do that. So that's just how the world is. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to have a daughter just so she can fucking be some man's fucking wife. I, f- you know. But that's life, dude. Somebody's got to do it. Like whenever a hot chick exists, that means that some dude had to fucking be her dad for like at least a little while. Like she, like not really. It doesn't imply that he had to father her, but he is her dad. Even if he plays no role in her life, he still probably doesn't like knowing that she, you know, gets dick inside her a bunch. If she's, you know, if she's hot, that's what happens. Like any time a chick exists that's attractive, I think of her dad. I go, you know, that is really cool of your dad to let you exist and be hot. Not everybody does. Not every dad does let their daughter just go around being hot. Some of them make them dress up. Some of them make some of them make them wear a hijab. So that's what I think whenever I see a hot chick. I go, you know what? Can you tell your dad that he, 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 that's cool? That that's cool of him to let you walk around with your tits out, you know, half out like that. That's fucking progressive of your dad to let you do that. I always apologize. I always talk. I always tell them tell your dad thank you for letting me fuck you he did he let me fuck you you let me fuck you but really your dad let you be the way you are to let me fuck you if your dad was more conservative you would not let me fuck you because you would have different values so i'm just telling you Tell your dad, let him know that I'm glad that he has loose moralities, that he has loose morals, okay? Because we're not getting married. That's what I could say to everyone I've ever had sex with so far, because I've never gotten married to them. I've never fucking planned on them. Especially, oh, dude, especially the first one. The first person I ever fucked, their dad, definitely would not have been cool with it, dude. He was a cop, dude. It's like... I was especially thankful to him when I when uh, he let me fuck his girl or his yeah his girl his fucking daughter. I was like, dude, I can't believe you're cool with me dating your daughter. Don't you realize 
that I'm not the right one for her. I'm not fucking going to marry her, dude. I'm too good for her to be on. Like, I'm I'm going places, dude. Just because I'm 16 now with no job, that don't mean I'm always going to be. I'm going to be in my 30s at some point. I'm going to have money. And I'm not going to be anywhere even close to thinking about fucking her fucking daughter when she's in her 30s. Dude, she's going to be fucking... She's going to be a loser. <laughs> she's probably going to be alone in her 30s. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be way better off than her. So I'm just saying right now, you're cool as fuck for letting this happen. He should have been thanking me. Act. He should have been like, yo, dude, I could tell that you have potential. My daughter... She's going to be the same person for... She's not going anywhere. She's fucking... She's got nothing. You are young, Jewish. You're probably going to be making six figures down the road. So can you please stay with her? I know she's like a mess. (laughs) I know she's not the most, like, loyal girl. She's not the smartest. She's not the most, like, talented. I don't know how good she is at sex. Can you please stay with her, though? He should have been fucking doing that to me. Now where is she? Now where is she? I got, I haven't looked her up in a while. I, that would be kind of... It's kind of weird to look back at your ex-girlfriend, like, see where they are now. What if she was doing better than me? How could that be? How could she be doing better than me? Uh, I don't even think she... <laughs> I don't even think she graduated high school, dude. I think she had to get a GED. What the fuck, dude? She had mad daddy issues. Like, she wasn't, like, that, like, white trash. She just happened to be in a divorced family. She, she had, Her parents were divorced. They were both cops at one point. Like, her mom was a cop. And then she became a, something else. I think she became a nurse or something. Her dad was chief of police. And they didn't get along. She did not get along with her dad. That's how she met me. Because she's oh, she's, oh, that quiet boy. I'm going to start dating him because he's mally. He'll just, he'll just take my shit. I don't know. She probably didn't like men very much. That's kind of probably a good, fair assumption to make when you uh, don't get along with your dad. It kind of tarnishes your view on men. And she, uh, she wasn't that great of a girlfriend. But she let me penetrate her, which is a pretty cool thing to let me do to her. So I was like, hey, I look back at it as like a win. It's like, hey, okay, you let me not be, you let me feel pretty good about myself. You let me feel cool as a high schooler. And then I guess it fucked up my self-confidence for a couple. It did kind of fuck me up because of the way that like I I became very attached to her. I was like, well... Like I, I was very like committed to her, but not in a healthy way. And then she was when she decided she was done with me. It definitely like ruined my self esteem. I don't know why. I guess I felt like well, if this person's, if I'm not even good enough for her, I must not be fucking. I must not be a very uh, uh, worthwhile person. If this person is dumping me. I must be a loser if I can't even fucking stay with her. But that was just uh, because uh, 
I guess uh, I, I was a freak. I was a weirdo. Knowing what I know now, I should have. Uh, she was not even good enough. She wasn't good enough to be with me. What what did she have that was so good? I don't know. Besides tits, I don't know. That's about. That's all she had that I was interested. In. But anyway, I I think that's enough. Dude. I don't need to keep talking. How do it? I'm already over an hour. Anyway, it's good to be here. I had more to talk about, but I feel like this is a good point to end. Is that it's good to have a self-esteem, but not too much of a, not arrogance. Like arrogance, I, it's not attractive. I used to be arrogant, I think. Like before I moved here, back in Chicago, I, I just was arrogant as fuck, dude. And now I'm learning that uh, I have some flaws in my personality. I'm trying to work out those flaws so anyway thank you for thanks for listening and have a good rest of the week